make sure that you go to Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. Give them a call at 757-465-1010 to book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or Kane. And I'm not talking about the big red machine either. You can go there, you mention Leveling Up Banks, and you get 10% off of your tattoo. So if you're looking for a tattoo, get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo. Yeah. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Trav. How you fellas doing today? Ready to rock. Sounds like it. Okay. All right. I I don't know. Try some new guys. I don't know if that was like uh, WWE or He-Man or uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What the heck I do with Turtles? I don't know, but I forgot that the first Turtles movie also has. um, I meant to bring this up to you the other day. It has a really good rap song at the end. Oh, Oh, yeah. Sure. That song is Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, that song song is in words of Trav. Fire. Hey, D, I'll let you know that that song, it was in one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games that came out on the 360 and PS3. I think it was called Out of the Shadows. Yeah, it was. Is that that the beat-em-up they came up with? Yeah, it was like a 3D beat-em-up. Oh, yeah, Um, okay. But yeah, it was on that game. Mm -hmm. And also, man, it was for the the streets. Because you know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Can we not? They stay in the streets. That's not what you were talking about. You you know what the reference is. Hey, but hold on. They stay in the streets unlike who? <laughs> hold on. Hey, just try to take it easy, man. You're not gonna disrespect. Saying. You're not gonna disrespect Black Lightning. Wait, Lightning. wait till I come. Wait till I, I come cosplaying as Angry Jeff. Oh, Ooh, hey. you keep talking about how Barry, you know, he ain't in the. He never street. went to the hood. And no, he no. What's crazy is he did go to the hood. It was when Jefferson was just like, yeah, I had a fast friend. But the thing is, is that Barry wasn't in the hood for that long. He, like, that's the reason why, D, it makes sense why we didn't see him. Like, he dropped it off and he left. He was like, oh, I, I've heard I stuff about Freeland. friend. Yeah, I've heard stuff about Freeland. But, uh, but no, um, on today's episode, <laughs> we have a very talented voice actor. And that is yes, Mr. Alan Lee. You know, That's Alan, right. he voices Itamame on The Great Pretender, which is yes, an anime that me and D love. We reviewed it. It's on our YouTube. Go and check it out. And then he's done stuff on Yashahime, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The list goes on. Like, he is uh, a shining star in the world yes, of voice is. acting right yes, now. So uh, let's go ahead and give him a call. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, guys, just wanted to drop some knowledge on y'all. A new uh, front of the podcast, Dewan O'Neill, has dropped his first novelization, Dear Dominic, a roadmap to his son, on Amazon. Grab your copy today. Alan, how are you doing today, sir? Good. How's it going, you guys? <laughs> it's going well, man. Hey, peaches uh, and cream. Peaches and cream, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hey, really appreciate having you up here with us, man. Uh, me and D were huge fans. Trav, he's a huge fan as well now because he just finished watching Yashahime. So, uh, yeah, so uh, it's yeah, not man. over yet, right? So, it's I mean, not over yet, it's not over yet, but we're going to get to that because me and D, we are huge fans of The Great Pretender, and yes, yes, we sir. need a season three, man. We need a season three. 
Yeah, or proper cool. season two, right? Because season two was technically part two of just the regular season. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that is true. That yeah. is true. So Alan, uh, like I said again, thank you for joining us. Uh, something that we always do here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks for our guests is every hero and villain they have an origin story. So what is Alan <laughs> Lee's origin story? <laughs> Well, I was uh, raised by wolves, and no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> That's what we were hoping for. Yeah, well, the, what, 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 what Konomicon, yeah, no. Silicon werewolves. Valley wolves. Yeah, no. <laughs> Korean werewolves, no. Um, nice. <laughs> so I'm from San Jose, California. Nice. And born and raised, and uh, where do you... <laughs> Do I just give like the whole story of like how I got here? Or just... Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah, like sure. you say, you were raised by wolves. And... We're raised by wolves. Uh, I, I, I was summoned by the Necronomicon. And uh, <laughs> nice. Jesus. Um, and yeah, no, that's my villain origin story. Yeah, no, no. And now I'm, I'm on a mission for vengeance. No. Um, so <laughs> one, two. In the name of hatred. <laughs> In the name of hatred. <laughs> uh, you ever guys. You guys ever watched the uh, the movie Office Space? Like oh, cool! Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's okay. something I have seen. Oh, so geez. my brother rented that. My older brother rented that from Blockbuster back in mm-hmm. the day, and it's a rated R film. But you know, I was there, so I got to mm-hmm. watch it with him, and it scarred me. <laughs> uh, that movie scarred me because I was like, "Oh, sh- it's." Am I allowed to swear? By the way, <laughs> like, yo, yeah, you uh, are. Loosely. We're just gonna censor censor that out. PG thirteen, Adam. PG thirteen. Okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll cut the tapes. All right, but um, <laughs> no, but it scared the the pants off me, and uh, um, because I was like, oh shoot, it's real. Because while we were watching that whole thing about the parody of like office culture, mm-hmm. my brother was going to a dead end like tech startup job that he hated. And he would come back miserable every day and just go to like the garage and play on the computer and play like Unreal Tournament or something like that. Um, hell um, yeah, throwback. Every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like I was like, oh no, like if I don't figure out what I want to do now, I'm going to end up like that. Because he didn't know what he wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Um, so from that age on until probably junior year going into senior year of high school, I had no clue what I wanted to do. Trying to figure out things was like, dabbling in writing and art and like video game design and you know all these other things you know um with like windows xp and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um you know i hit a dead end every single time and so i talked to my cousin who happens to be like an an editor in hollywood and i'm like you know like i've tried all these things what else should i do and he's like he's you know he just thought about it and he's just like well find the common link between all of those and then find something else out from that from that same thread. And so I realized it all came back to my childhood of watching a whole bunch of cartoons and TV and playing video games. And I was like, okay, what's the most fun you had as a kid? And the thought that came to mind was playing pretend. Everyone played pretend when they were a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so why not do that? If that's the most fun I can get out of this. All right, well, what if I was the cartoon or what if i was the the commercial or what if i was the video game character so i was like how about voice acting so uh in san francisco which is about 40 you know 40 or 40 miles give or take a few um away there was a voiceover conservatory which was very very convenient um and during i want to say yeah during junior going into senior year started taking classes and uh the first time i went up to the mic and they had us do a tag 
you know, like uh, I forgot which one I did, but um, I remember the sensation of going up there doing it and them saying, great, you're great at this. And I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So uh, started out there and um, the compromise with my parent uh, who um, who's Asian and uh, you know, she, wa- she wanted my mom wanted me to be a doctor uh-huh. uh, or she like was, a she, she was like Chi Chi. Yeah, no, no, that's there's there's some validity to to to, you know, to that stereotype in that, um, you know, it's really common. But my mom wanted me to be a dentist. She's like, you're great. You, you know, you're great with your hands. You're great. Artistically, it would be great. You can like help people. And I was like, no, they have the highest suicide rate. Why would I? Why on earth would I ever want to do that? So the compromise was pitching it to my mom. I was like, OK, mom, I'm going to do voiceovers for commercials. And she's like, but that's acting. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's commercial voiceover. So I make a lot of money doing those. Uh-huh. And she's like, okay. Can't tell if she actually bought it, but that's what I told myself, which was I was going to be a commercial voiceover actor. And I kept doing that. Um, I, went to, I went to community college uh, after high school uh, for about two, three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just spent every day... Um, going to that conservatory and uh, learning. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I, I built up to doing, you know, like my commercial reads and I got my first gig like two years after I started training. Um, and then I met Bob Bergen, who is the voice of Porky Pig. Um, oh, nice. I was taking, you know, because I was like, I want to take all these classes. And I, you know, happened to, you know, pick up on his class. And uh, it was at that class I realized uh, I couldn't just do commercial. I had to do, like, character acting. Like, he was like, you have a natural knack for this. And, like, you would, you know, like, you, you, this is, like, you have to go to L.A. So I was like, uh, so I came to terms with the fact that I had to be an actor. Um, <laughs> so I switched my major, which was English at the time, um, to theater and drama. And so when I transferred to UC Irvine, uh, I, started, um, I started fresh with drama. But fortunately, because I had English credits, it all went into drama anyhow. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so while I was in, you know, while I was at UC Irvine, I, while I was, you know, studying for my, for my BA, um, my BFA, I started volunteering at Bang Zoom. Um, not volunteering. <sighs> I was doing wall for them, uh, basically, and like it didn't pay a whole lot. Let's put it that way. And so that's where I started off with anime. And then, uh, like after I graduated, they started sending me auditions. And there are two auditions that they sent at the same time back then, which were one was for like this, like you know, like this character named uh, Staz, I think, from Blood Lad. And I was like, oh yeah, like it's comedic, it's a parody, it's funny, it's like edgy. Oh, this is the one I want. And then there's this other one, you know, with like gray hair and like purple eyes. And he has a gun like this. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, what a try hard. And I kind of yeah. made fun of it at first. And then I booked it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. Uh, you know, and that happened to be Leto from Gargantia. Uh, nice. And it was great. I, I went in and like that was my first role um, and first audition and first booking for anime um, way back in 2014. And uh, that was Baptism by Fire, because if you ever watched it, 
half of his lines, he's doing an alien language. So not right. only do I have to act match to picture, but I also have to, you know, like I can't memorize the line because the the language was made up. And so right. you have to look at the script. Yeah. Um, so that made me so nervous and it rattled me and it was really like, it was a, it was an experience. Um, and I thought I, I did pretty well. I was pretty vulnerable and I understood, like I connected with the character because what he was going through was basically what I was going through, feeling like a fish out of water. Yeah. Um, and it was great. But the issue was that like Gargantia happened to come out, unfortunately, the same year, Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon came back yeah so so i think it was mentioned on like a 10 second like slideshow you know like on viz's part at Mm -hmm. the panel at ax and then everything went to like sailor moon and the cast for that and dragon ball z and the return of that Mm -hmm. yeah the uh i think it was resurrection f i think Mm -hmm. yeah because you said 24th yeah 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 that would have been that um so gargantia got (laughs) buried uh and then (laughs) i kept working and um yeah, worked for another about year and a half and then um, had a serious conversation with the family and I realized I need to help out financially. So I had to step away from voiceover for about two years. Uh, got a job at Stanford uh, working at the educational department. Um, and then my mom remarried. And then suddenly I was free to do whatever I wanted to again. So late 2017, came back and you know was greeted with open arms and was given a role. And that was Katsugeki Token Rambu, um, where I played uh, Yamambagiri. And, uh, and then since then, I've been working. And uh, eventually, I could stop working at a day job uh, and then stop, working for, stop driving for Lyft and um, started doing it full time. And then COVID happened. And then when COVID happened, like actually prior to COVID happening, I went union and I got my agent <laughs> all in one fell swoop. And I moved to like this area where I could just, you know, set up a booth and start recording my own stuff. Uh, and then COVID happened. So I had like literally perfect luck for that. I, right. I, I rolled a natural 20. Yeah. Nice. Um, I like that D&D reference. Yeah. Like and, then, <laughs> uh, and then I started working a whole bunch. And, uh, you know, that year, which was last year, uh, I got Great Pretender. And yeah, I've been working ever since and it's been crazy, you know? Yeah, you've been in some high profile stuff, man. Um, oh, how about, yeah, I guess. Uh, you I guess. know, I want to, because I do want to talk about some of the anime stuff. Sure. But I want to uh, kind of piggyback and uh, dial it back a bit. Now, you had said that you had got into theater when you were going to school. Now, was this something that you had uh, done when you were younger? Like, did you ever perform in, uh, in any stage plays or anything? You know, it's weird. I did. I did it. I mean, like I started off, I think, in 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 church. So church I, plays and all that sort of stuff. I, I feel like that's where everybody like starts yeah. in church. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you, but I feel like it's 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 weird because I didn't realize it until I had an interview like a couple like a couple years back. And they're like, oh, so where did this all start? And I and I thought about it. I was like, oh, I've kind of been performing most of my life. Not mm-hmm. like all the time, but like, you know, there's always been an element of of play and and acting sort of scattered throughout my life um and you know i did i did community theater um and then in high school we did production of romeo and juliet i played uh mercutio Uh, oh nice yeah that's a big um and then college i did I, i started off with uh i did equus i played alan in that one 
Um, very intense, very weird, very much gave me my sea legs for theater. Uh, did some theater stuff in, uh, in college, like at UC Irvine. And, um, you know, did a couple things on camera and stuff like that, but uh, mainly focused on voiceover since then. Now, Alan, hmm. I wanted to ask while we're here. Now, I know that voiceover was something that you wanted to try opposed to being a dentist or any type of doctor. What was your second up role if you didn't if you didn't end up getting into voiceover? What do you think it would have been? Was there anything else that caught your eye that you yeah. think you might have been interested in? Um back around the time I was contemplating what I like like which track I was going to go towards for like mm-hmm. for my major and stuff like that. I was originally thinking about going into culinary. Nice. So, uh yeah, no, just be a chef and and oh, yeah. artistic in That's that right sense. Right up these alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I met Anthony Bourdain back in oh, wow. 2010. Oh, he was nice. doing a book. He was doing a book tour, and mm-hmm. uh, he stopped by uh, the local community college then. And I got to meet him, shake his hand, uh, ask a few questions, and like, and you know, I'd been watching him on on no reservations, right? Okay. Um, and so like I was, I was, uh, I was open to that, opened up to that world, but I yeah. realized you can't necessarily be like a full-time chef while pursuing other things yeah so, right, yeah yeah very demanding yeah very demanding it's the same thing like with wrestling man it's just like it's just yeah. one of the things yeah, yeah. some yeah. stuff you can some stuff you can't mm-hmm. right i mean i think the one person that made it work for himself was like the rock right i mean like yeah, yeah. even that, like, he missed out on his like prime years for wrestling yeah to go do scorpion king and whatever else right hey, Walk- scorpion yeah, king, i know that's one love that's one thing that uh people always get on him for was that well, back then at least, was that he he still had enough in the tank to continue being a professional wrestler, but he wanted to get into acting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's just like when I was wrestling, um, you know, because I, I did indie wrestling and then I did stand up comedy, and it's like one of those things where it's just like you have to choose one or the other, and then right. you still got your day job as well. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, it's one of those things where it's just like you choose what you want to do. And then you put all of uh, your everything into the one thing that you really want to do, like you were voice acting. You know, right. it's like, this is what's going to pay the bills. Uh, like you said, you didn't have to do Lyft anymore. You didn't have to do any of the other jobs. Pizza and jobs, it's just yeah, like, no. now you have, uh, you know, a good thing going for you. And like, that's something that we hear with a lot of voice actors and actresses, where it's just like, once the ball started rolling, uh, like we like to say up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, when we snowball and it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger and there's no looking back. I, and I, like right. you had said as well too, um, with doing the Walla stuff, it's like, you know, Walla, like it, it didn't really pay for real, but it's one of those things that you have to do when you first get in. It's just like, nobody's yeah. just coming straight into voice acting and voicing Goku and Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, at least, at least I'd say, uh, you know, times are different nowadays because I mean, we've heard stories where, you know, back in the day, in the earlier days of voice acting, where it's like uh, when we had Linda Young up here, she said she saw an ad in the newspaper for mm-hmm. uh, a role in what was it, Dragon Ball Trail? Yeah. Yeah, she saw an ad in the newspaper and she auditioned and she got the part, you know, in where the newspaper and the news crazy. Paper. Yeah, it's crazy. Just watching her programs, Banks. <laughs> she was yeah, her this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he aged her like 20 years. No, I did it, man. I still, <laughs> hey, I still say programs and TV shows and all that stuff. Why didn't you ask her if she was reading the TV guy when yeah. she, uh, this guy. Oh, God. Hey, you guys. 
we go. It's on at go. three o'clock. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> does this go come on? Goku thing. Oh man. But no, um, but Alan, I wanted to ask you because uh, like I told you when I had uh messaged you and reached out to you, the great pretender, like that was the first thing. It's funny, that was the first thing that I thought that I had heard your voice on. And I'm gonna get to this one later because it's one of my favorite series. These guys they know about it, our listeners know about it. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, and you were up there. But uh, I wanted to talk about the great pretender a little bit. Yeah. Um yeah. It was such an amazing series. You know, me and D, I want to say it was the second video review that we did on our YouTube. And, you know, right. like, how did it how did it feel being on that show, man? Like like how me and D said it was kind of like a modern day loop pun the third. Right. I mean, it, yeah, it definitely plays homage to like 70s heist films and, yeah. and like sort yeah. of that era. Very much. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It, it It doesn't even feel like an anime, right? Like it almost feels like a movie. It feels like, like, like you know, you're like cognitively speaking, you know, you're you're watching anime, but you, but it doesn't feel like it, right? And I think that's one of the cool things about it. But um, when I when I auditioned for it, I had no clue what it was going to be. I mean, we didn't see any of the animation. You know, the anime hadn't already come out. There was very little information other than the fact that Wit Studio had, you know, like done a screener for like the first episode last year. You know, the year prior, and I didn't go to that because I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but when I got the sides for, for, uh, edamame, I, um, I was like, okay, this looks cool. Like this character looks cool. And like, I was just like, well, let's just have fun and see what's going to happen. Uh, I was more excited about working with NYAV than I was about working on Great Pretender. Cause I had no clue how Great Pretender was going to be, yeah. but I knew if I worked with NYAV, it was going to be something special because mm-hmm. um and this is just my own biased opinion but i feel what? like they when it comes to like the track record they are oh yeah for sure they they despite how small they are comparatively speaking they still turn out probably the best work yeah you know? they don't have a long list more though yeah that's what i'm saying like they yeah, don't I knew have you were going, they don't have quantity but they got quality like if you yeah. look at the their list you know what maybe 15 animes or so but they're all great 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 stuff i think they have more than that but yes no i agree i agree i mean like they have yeah but they've also done like a lot of movies very you know like ova series right um you know but they're known for their quality of work and and, and level of commitment um actually i was asking the the director michael center nicholas like i asked him a really really interesting i don't know to me it was an interesting question because like i i like picking at the uh at, at his brain for that but like um when he was directing me i asked hey michael uh what makes a good dub great Hmm. and he looked and he gave me this weird look and he was just like it almost felt like he was like really like and he was just like uh giving a shit (laughs) right yeah and i was just like the role no just 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 the caring about every every level right like making sure that the line comes out making sure that you have enough takes to like feel the space of the line and kind of see how it fits and like it was a lot of work but you know like we got a lot of great takes and what he looked for comparatively speaking were like happy accidents and um, the things that make it magical um and i was just you know i was wowed by the fact that it was such a simple answer but it made so much sense and it had so much depth to it right um but working on great pretender uh i think it was probably by the time we got to 
like episode two or three of the first case that I realized, oh, this is something that's really, really good. Yeah. Right. Um, and because of the circumstances surrounding like the the production, um, which involved being in quarantine. Yep. Um, like I realized then and there, like this is lightning in a bottle for me because um, because we're going slow anyway. And they're like, well, you know, quarantine's happening and we have tech issues and we're going to have to go slow down anyhow. Let's just take our time with it, right. which you would never do. Um, like now, nowadays, like we've, we've made things a lot quicker, but like, um, you know, in the early parts of, of the pandemic, we were like, okay, well, we're just going to have to go as slow as we need to because tech issues and right. we're trying to figure it out. Um, yeah. and I realized I am never going to be given this much time to figure out this, figure out a character like this ever right. again. Yep. So I took advantage of it and, or we took advantage of it. And, uh, you know, what ended up happening was what you see and for me like like i'm like to me it was thinking i was thinking like this is kind of like my cowboy bebop this is yeah this is the one if i i don't ever think i will have that much fun working on another anime ever again and that's like a bit that's a pretty big statement but i think i can still stand by that statement um it's it it, it was lightning in a bottle that's you know so um it was really special and like uh, this is the one thing where if I had to retire from anime for whatever reason, I'd a great pretender. I, yeah, I could, yeah. Right. I, I have no regrets. It's amazing. Like oh, you're yeah. like you're right. Like when you say, I'm sorry to cut you off, D, but no, go. It's like how you were saying, like, this is your cowboy bebop. Like the the voice acting was amazing, the the music was amazing, the the colors, the aesthetics, you know, like that was right. one thing that I would always tell D is that. It's just like everything was so bright. It, it's, it's like, because I love going to art galleries. And I feel like when you go to an art gallery and you look at a painting on the wall, it's just like you're looking at the painting, but you're also taking in all of the colors and the background and everything. And that's what I felt like I was doing whenever I watched the episode. And then also, too, like every episode, it always uh, left you wanting more. So when the series ended and it's just, like this is it and then how it ended on a cliffhanger as well you know it's it's it it has its fans like whenever you talk about great pretender online like people will talk about it. like they'll say it's a good anime like you need to check it out if you haven't checked it out trav you need to check it out because it's really really good yeah like they said i haven't seen it yet but you know what it reminded me of a lot when um I saw like the picture and i was watching their review a little bit was have you ever seen the get backers yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have that on DVD. Yeah, it reminded me a whole lot of the Get Backers. You know, like two dudes just going around solving. Sh- you know right, what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, it gives me a. Get- and I love the Get Backers, so I'm sure you know. Is it on Netflix? The, no, no. This get is Backers. A, no, this is Get Backers is a hidden gem anime, bro. It's one of those ones where if you didn't catch it when it came out, mm-hmm. you're you got to go digging for it. Yeah, it's kind of so? just like a. Oh it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, what's the the Yu Yu Hakusho uh, OVA that came out? It's like well, you can't find it anywhere. that far, bro. It's Yu Yu Hakusho. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can still. I mean, dude, they. Uh, I think Funimation just like just like in the last five ten years did that la- did that OVA. No, 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 not that one. 
I'm talking about like this was one that came out like in the 90s and you can't I mean you can find it any you know, online you can find it but like uh, like is actually, it the dream like, sequence one? Huh? The dream sequence one? No, no, no. Um what was it? It was uh I don't was, remember what it's called neither. It's like Poltergeist Report or something like that. Oh, and, the like, movie. The, the movie yeah. with uh Yeah, you know what's funny? I have that on DVD. Uh, with, yeah, yeah. yeah, they dubbed that in New York. They dubbed that in New York with like a completely different cast, and they called yep. Obara Kuahara for some reason. Yep. I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, it was it was weird because I remember when I was a kid, like I would see it in Blockbuster, but I didn't know what Yu Yu Hakusho was. But no. then when Yu Yu Hakusho came over here on uh, Adult Swim at the time, and then you go out and you rent that, it's like, yo, this isn't the cast that voices on Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> No, I wish they would. I wish they would somehow get the rights for that movie and dub it. Like that would yeah. that would probably make my day. Well, at this uh, yeah. at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't have the original files to go back and even redub it, like the studio. Oh. Yeah, because then, cause then they, I think they said like that that uh, animation or something was lost or that's, some that's shit. How, like that a, happens to a lot of studio. Like back in the day when it was on tape, I've heard about studios burning down. And it's just gone. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. it's long. And also, I just checked on Hulu, Crunchy, and Funimation, and the Get Backers is not on any of those, really? bro. So, it's, yeah, you're the first person I know that I've brought it up to that even knew what Knows it was. It? Yeah. <laughs> Except, no, like, my I circle of anime up. friends. Outside I of them. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. No, I, I didn't know. I, uh, I, I think I have it. I, I could have sworn I have it on DVD. Yeah, it's um, one of those things where it's just like if, if you have it, then uh, that's something that you should treasure, man, because it's, it's hard to find. I'm pretty sure if I look on eBay right now to see like if uh, you can find it, I'm pretty sure like it's 89 it's bucks. Yeah, like that's just like uh, like PS1 games. Like if you don't if you don't <laughs> if you don't have the original copy, like you're out of luck. Right, right. You know, speaking of which, though, anime, actually, that's the reason why I like I started collecting anime because I realized the more the mortality of it, mm-hmm. of it all. Because mm-hmm. uh, if it comes out on DVD and then it's, uh, and then the license runs out, you don't have a guarantee that it'll continue on somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. I think for a long time, Fully Cooley was like, like it came out in three separate like boxes. Right, uh, yeah. Per OVA. And uh, after like two or three years, it was out of print. Um, and then... Jeez. Like, yeah, to try to find it. Like, I was I was really tempted back then to buy it for, like, a hundred-something bucks a piece when it came out for, like, maybe 35, 40 bucks originally. Yeah. And then Funimation mm. rescued it, but, like, right. that's, uh-huh. that's fortunate. That's what happens. Yeah. But that's never um, guaranteed. Like, like no. you can't you can't rely on Funimation to, to get everything back, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, um, like, Blood Plus, for example. Oh, like, I have. Yeah. If, yeah. like if you didn't get that back then, I want to say it goes for like two to three hundred dollars online. Yo, I have, crazy. I have Blood Plus. That it came with a T-shirt. It came with an yes. extra large. Yep. It mm-hmm. came with like an extra extra large T-shirt. I remember that. <laughs> I have no clue where the T-shirt is, but I did keep I I did keep the DVDs. So no, that's just like uh, um, it was another one that was like that where um, dang, I can't remember, but it's just like if you didn't get it when it came out, uh, yeah, you're screwed. Yo. I got that. I got that for five dollars. Wow! At a, at a at a bargain bin, brand new, brand new uh, in the case, mm-hmm. everything. Bro, what was, was the um, wow. what was the Asian store in Greenbrier Mall? 
Do you? I remember know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. Something imports or something. Yeah, something yeah. imports. Yeah. imports. Was it? I think it was. Just, I think it was just called Japanese imports. I it was. Believe. It was definitely something imports. Right next to GameStop. They yeah. They used to get some wild DVDs in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Of different random live actions and animes and shit. That was fun story about finding stuff, um, super rare stuff. But good one of my best friends, uh, Josh Roberts, he actually went to a yard sale one day and found an unopened copy of the original Metroid. Wow. Like wow. like in the rapper. I was like, how? Picked it how up for a buck people? or something crazy. Yeah, man. I was, I think he got it for like five bucks. I was like, how do these people have it unopened? I was like, it's yeah, crazy. I would Some keep stuff it closed. You can find, yeah, I would keep course. it closed. He's a huge but, um, Nintendo guy, so it's crazy. So, um, Alan, I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you, the more you worked on The Great Pretender, was it, did you get the whole script in one lump sum, or was it episode by episode? Kind of goes into the question I want to ask. I did, actually. So, so normally, it's, it's, you, get a, mm. you get it while you're working. Yeah. Um, but I had access to all the, I had access to all the scripts that were written, um, they were, you know, they were written and finalized as as mm-hmm. we were working on it. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really peek a whole lot, just because, yeah. uh, you know, I I like to try and like sometimes I like to try and you know react uh, naturally to yeah. what's happening. Make on it screen. organic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but 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 I think to a degree that only works so much. I think if it's out there, like you, all, you know, that's the second school of thought, right? There's two schools of thought. First is act naturally to it and never don't. Uh, don't spoil your, spoil yourself. And the other part is no. I want to like have as much information as to what's going on, so I can track it out, and so like I can play storyteller rather than just you know reactionary. Um, but yeah, no, I had access to them. I just didn't read all of them, you know, ahead of time. Now playing edamame mm-hmm. and seeing getting access to all the lines and stuff. Were you? I mean, I, I would imagine you were genuinely excited just based on it not being a a straightforward, like an action, you know, project or anything right. like that. It was literally like, uh, catch me if you can to some degree. And it was like really off the wall. Did you enjoy that scale of one to 10? Oh, I, yeah. The no, character I, himself. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the character himself. He, I mean, like, cause he's sort of the, he's sort of the, I guess the, the avatar, like the character that you follow throughout. Yeah. Right. And everything that's happening is like, uh, you see in real real time, and you experience it through him. Um, no, it was it was great. Like it was um, it was someone who thought he was like the sh- and like and <laughs> yep. and then going into unknown territory and realizing he's you know not the he he isn't the big fish in the pond. No, um, and I don't know. I I think through that I realized. Oh, I have. Like I confirmed with myself that oh yeah I have pretty good comedic timing I uh, I can I can nail those those expressions um, and 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 living through it and seeing what happens to it uh, seeing what happens to to Edamame like um, yeah it was it was a lot of fun I mean like I was just like okay so this is the payoff and this is what happens and like even the mini the smaller jokes that people don't really like catch because there might be you know it's going so fast right it's only twenty three minutes per episode. Mm-hmm. Um, no, every single moment, uh, we got to savor and like, you know, we, I was explained every single joke and, you know, I feel like we nailed all of them. And so, yeah, no, I'm pretty satisfied. And I was super hyped. Probably, probably 10 out of 10. I don't know. I mean, I like maybe, it. I love yeah, that. No. Answer. Yeah. yeah, I agree, man. And again, too, with anime, 
it's one of the things where it's just like you never skip the intro and the outro. And I'll just say when I watched the first episode and then it was the Great Pretender by Freddie Mercury, I was mm-hmm. just like, yo, this is this is dope. Like I said, like everything about this show was amazing. And, you know, I, I love the comparison that you made, Alan, to it being like a modern day cowboy bebop in a way. Because, I mean, like that's that's an anime that we all love and adore and, uh, you know, have high regards for it. So I, I put the Great Pretender right up there with it. Like, I, I'll say that here. Yeah. And if anybody wants to fight me, then they can. But if you haven't watched The Great Pretender... It's not that I, deep, bro. It's... No, no. It, to me, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a super sweet show. I'm it trying. is a super sweet... Trav, we keep telling you to watch it, man. But, bro, yeah. nobody coming up here trying to fight you uh, over it, bro. It's not... Hey, we'll, clip it's not the, we'll clip them up in the comments, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 we'll yeah, crucify yeah. you over them JoJo comments, but... Uh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Hey, whoa, hey, 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 look, I want to ask one more Great Pretender thing before we move to JoJo, but... um. Alan, what was your favorite case on the show? To perform, it was probably case one. To watch, it was probably case two. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love all four cases. I mean, mm. like, and you can say whatever you want about the fourth case. But, like, I, I mean, it, it hit hard. Like, there were moments mm. in that that, like, really pop out to me. Um, the final scene that, uh, without spoilers... Uh, but the, that final scene, if you know what I'm talking about, yeah, where like yeah. he, the final you know, moment, uh-huh. you know, yeah, where he he makes his big reveal, like that was, yeah, ah, that was I, I was I'm I'm pretty proud of that moment. Um, so that stands out for me. Um, but like to watch, I think the second one, just because of how whimsical it can be, and like just the setting is so vibrant and pretty, and um, the you know just the story elements at play. Yeah, um, we're really, really like, like that was like that was a lot of fun for me to watch. Um, for case one, um, anytime I had to scream or I got my ass handed to me, mm-hmm. uh, which was a lot in that show, but like any <laughs> and every time I got my ass handed to me was are, those are my favorite moments. Mm-hmm. No, um, and uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but something else too um, that I was just thinking about was how on this show like the languages that you hear. Because I remember when uh, me and uh-huh. D had first watched it, it's like, it was the subtitles were on. It was just like, well, hold on. Are we watching it subbed right now? And then it's like, you find out like, no, like this is how it starts. Like, right. I, I love that. Um, and all of the parts of the world that this show explores that, um, yeah. you know, it's just like, they stick to those languages. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, what's funny is that like, I almost feel like, we'd pull it off too well to the point where like no one got the joke. Right. Cause yeah. like everyone was like, wait, why is this subtitled? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like my voice is the first thing you hear. You should know that's, that's a dub voice. Mm. Like anytime, anytime the characters speak English or like English with an accent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was me. Like, like I know the Japanese is still coming out, but that's me. And I sound different from, you know, the guy who's playing him in Japanese. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like, I, I feel like maybe we should have added a stumble or two or something to like dirty it up so you could understand the joke, but you know, the, the, like, everyone's like, oh, why didn't you keep the accents? And why didn't you like, you know, like, why didn't they just have, you know, Edamame speak Japanese while, you know, Laurent spoke French. And I'm like, you guys are missing the whole point of the show then. Like it's, yeah, exactly. Like, this is the, this is the funny poke at, 
at and jab of the fact that like no matter what takes place, everyone's speaking the same language and understands each other right, magically. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Like, you know, so I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's like in Star um, Wars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everyone jobs. understands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you know that language? I've never encountered you. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, and people are asking, like, oh, you know, like, maybe it was because they couldn't keep up the accents or something like that. No, I could do the accent, right? Like, it's it's a hodgepodge of Japanese accents. And I'm like, okay, well, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And we made the accent. Uh, we actually had to go back and redo parts of it because uh, we saw that line of, oh, it's a weird jumble of accents. Oh, okay, well, I have to make it sound weird then. And so right. we did. Uh, but no, I could have taken that all the way throughout the entire show but like for the sake of my own sanity as well as everyone you know like in the audience we decided to you know we just kept the joke heck we yeah. were the only language to keep that joke i believe every other language um just kept the japanese all the way throughout until they made the switch oh for uh, really? we, we did the english the you know the accented english so yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'm gonna definitely have to go back and take a look at that because that's something that i do uh, do sometimes on Netflix where it's like I uh, just I want to hear how it sounds in different languages and then check like the different subtitles and whatnot. It's a uh, it's pretty interesting if you if you actually look at it sometimes. Yeah. Do you love decorating your home with your personality and showing people who you are as soon as they enter the room? But maybe it's just so difficult to find what you were looking for. Maybe some Pokemon card coasters. Or maybe even some Totoro miniature vases. Hell, maybe even a Star Wars Rebel logo canvas for your wall. Well, luckily for you, us over here at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks have teamed up with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T to give you what you've been looking for. Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T has opened up her Etsy shop where you can decorate your home and yourself with your favorite nerdum, from anime to Disney animations or even mythical creatures. If you are looking for it, Tiny T from Nerdy Crafts has got it. You can find Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T by searching Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T on Facebook and Etsy or by clicking the links provided to you on the Level Up with Benjamin Banks podcast page. Also, make sure you use the code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off your purchase. That's code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off. Decorate your home with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T today. But uh, they're moving it along because now I want to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You were, <laughs> you were on my favorite part, Diamond is Unbreakable, um, and you voice uh, Teranosuke Miyamoto. So, yeah, like, Mota. how was it working on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Like, were you a fan of the series beforehand? Yeah, I, I would. So, I was Kira Buckland's roommate for a long time, and like, uh, she's a huge fan, uh, huge. I was also uh, rooming with Natalie Hoover before her, and like, nice. Natalie would hang out with with Kira, and they would both watch JoJo, you know, part one and two, uh, and I would watch along too. And I had read bits of the manga online as well as like, however way I could. Um, so I was a fan. I like, but I wasn't. I like. I couldn't find bits of it. So like, the story was like segmented for me. Yeah. But it was. It was at the time like when the, you know like the anime was coming out. I was like, oh, I remember that scene. Oh, that's what happens next. Oh, okay, this makes more sense to me. So like, yeah, I had like I, I was always I was always a fan of 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 JoJo. I just um you know, didn't have, I just didn't have the opportunity to watch it in its entirety or read it in its entirety uh, until the animation came out. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, but to go back to part four, yeah, I was a part, I was a four, part four fan. Um, I think my favorite part was still part three, um, and still might be just because it's like the shonen of shonens, right? Yeah, you got Dio. Who doesn't love Dio? Right. The great thing about JoJo's is that it it changes genre every like it can change exactly. genre every every Thank generation. You. Yeah. You know, it started off with gothic horror and then, you know, like 80 days around the world and then became like the shonen battle and then became a whodunit mystery, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. No, I love that. I love I love that it shifts gears all the time and that's what keeps it fresh. You know, Lord knows how long the 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 narr uh, the the narrate you know the narrative will go on. We don't know, but like you know, I'm I'm for it to go on for it to go on as long as it can. Um, but I was a huge part. You know, I was huge. I was a fan of the show. Um, not as big as a lot of other people I know, or found out that they are that big. I was like, okay, I'm like nothing compared to you uh, in terms of being a fan. But Terranos, he was fun. Terranos K. Uh, when I got the email that I was going to play Terranosuke, I was like, oh, crap. I remember this guy, but not a whole lot. So, like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in and, like, see what happens because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony Oliver, who's the director, you know, God bless him. He was like, mm-hmm. all right, so you're playing this guy who turns things into paper. Mm-hmm. And he's creepy. And he gets off on seeing other people creeped out. Like, that was... That was like, okay, that's the information I'm given. So, like, I had a weird, I had a bizarre section with him uh, playing the it. character. No pun intended. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> kind of intended, but yeah, no. But, um, you know, he was, you know, I would do a take and, you know, he would have this voice. Uh, Teradoska had two voices um, in, in, in the dub slash also in the story. Because, like, he would be creepy and he had to have, he'd have his, like, persona mask vibe voice on mm-hmm. and then when he reveals himself he's kind of the squeaky kid who like doesn't actually so we played to that um and i felt weird about it, but you know tony's like do whatever you want or like do whatever you think would fit and then we figured it out as we went along um because the show is weird and it's bizarre and, yeah that's, yeah, a, that's one of the cool exactly. things about it i love um, Jojo's bizarre adventure oh, oh I do, yeah. yeah we know yeah. We know he's all leveling up. Benjamin but um, when we were playing, when we were recording Terranosuke, like, uh, and we were doing the creepy parts with uh, with uh, Josuke's mom. Um, oh my god, I can't even remember the names right now. But um, like, he was like, "Okay, um, it's good, it's creepy, but let's make it sound like he's like having the greatest orgasm when he sees her frightened." Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, that is okay, cool. Yeah, yes, and right. You move on with it because you know, you're sweating bullets and you're just like, Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Of course. Meanwhile, in the head, you're in your head, you're like, What on earth am I getting myself into? But whatever, you know, it it worked. So uh, I creep people out with that episode. So I'm really happy. No, I mean, um, yeah, it, it was it was definitely a creepy episode. Like one of my favorite parts was when uh when Josuke he opened up the the paper and there was a gun in it right and and that everybody thought he was dead like that's I've, I've seen memes of that like it's it's funny man and that's it's cool that you were a part of that like i had uh let you know in uh messenger like we've now had four people who were a part of diamond is unbreakable on the podcast and it's it's awesome because it's like i said that's one of my favorite parts in jojo like i love all of them but um it's just something about part four like the the whole murder mystery and 
you know, trying to find out who the killer is. And I don't want to spoil it for these guys because I told them that part four, it is on Netflix now. And that's not nice. okay. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm not because I want y'all to watch. It's, it's like, not- all right, Alan. Alan, this is the thing, right? You gotta experience it. Yeah, Alan, <laughs> we oh we did a review for um, Dust Spoke Rohan, right? And they they were like, "I'm f- yeah, we love Rohan," and I'm just like, "Well, part four is on Netflix now, so y'all should watch part four. And they're like, "Nah, we good on that." Now, since this is being recorded, I just want to say I don't think we said we loved it, but we said it was no, a cool I said character. I loved it. No, 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 you, no you just claimed that we said we love yeah, yeah. y'all did, y'all 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 did when you we said it we said it was good it was, was better a cool than character he was a cool character yeah i could get behind it he was an artist I we didn't it. hate it <laughs> yeah but you, now y'all need to watch part four. you need the context the, like you know when and if you have time yep and have an accurate you know like a like a, a hankering to watch jojo's bizarre adventure watch it Without any pressure, it's fun. Um, I'll put it on my bucket list. I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll get it one day. You're just gonna get a random email. It's gonna say "Rebellious Day." You go, you should open it and read it, and I'll give <laughs> you my review. I send you a piece of paper. <laughs> nah, uh-huh. open oh, it up. Uh-huh. gonna open up the paper. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's gonna be D with his finger gun <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So mama comes out of it, and no, I'm joking. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a bow. <sighs> <sighs> no, but no, that's that's cool. I, I, now, I just oh, I want to ask. He he's still our guest, and I'll keep my opinion of JoJo, JoJo to myself. Um, Alan, do you mm. first off? Did you watch all of JoJo, or did you read slash watch it? Yes, I. Both? Do you have I, <laughs> a favorite part of JoJo? Then mm. he he said three. I, I yeah, think he I said, said part three. three. Yeah, he said three. I think, okay. Well, yeah. here's the thing: is that I have a okay. personal. Like my personal favorite is three. I'm not gonna say that's even the best part. It's not interesting. It's not, but like it is my personal favorite just because of the battles. That's like no Jotaro himself. Jotaro Kujo is just a, a an amazing, like Bad. cool character, yeah. right? And Kakyoin is also right up there, and like mm. just the lineup for that, um, just brings me like nostalgic chills. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, I watched, so JoJo's used to be considered an unanimatable series mm-hmm. um, because they're like, no, it's too wild. It's too crazy. Like no one would get it. It doesn't make sense. They, I think there were like two, um, two prior attempts to um, animate part three, specifically part three, because it was the most popular at the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. It was a, uh... The first one came out in the 90s where it just covered the second half, like once they made it to Egypt. Right. And then they did, uh, before they went to Egypt, like the adventure that led to it, that came out, I want to say like 2002 or yeah. three, something like that. Yeah, 2001, 2002, 2003-ish. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting uh, is that they dubbed that in San Francisco. Oh, so, wow. Nice. Do you know about the dub of of that OVA series? Of No, I, I don't. Honestly... With me being a huge JoJo fan, I still haven't watched the uh, original dub. I've only watched the first episode. My um, my first voiceover teacher was the director for that dub. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like you Charles Martinet, who play, who's who's who voices Mario, is in it. Yeah, there's like uh-huh. a whole bunch of other like specifically like San Francisco talent that you don't hear about in anime anymore that were in that dub. Fascinating to me, but mm-hmm. like. Um, but yeah, so 
just fun factoid. Now this dub never took off. No, or, it, it. I mean, you haven't heard of it, so no, exactly. It, it, That's it, what it, I mean. It, like, what makes them redub it? Well, the thing is, Trav, it's like it's one of those things where it's like if you knew what JoJo was, then you would appreciate the dub. But it didn't take off. It was it was kind of like a, what is those things? It was like a cult classic uh, with certain anime that came out in the nineties. Remember, like when like we had Akira. Sun- like when we had Sun, yeah, like Akira, like when Akira. We had, yeah, but that when we had that Sun original Coast. Akira dub is Atsuo. not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know all that. There's Come two dubs, actually. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, dubs. there's two dubs, there's and the original dubs. dub is just not that good. I was telling Banks, I don't know which I one like, I have, but I, I like have aspects it on VHS, of it. So. I like aspects of the Golden Harvest dub. Well, so, that's the first like, one we saw. Yeah, I saw it on uh, HBO Ken Action. Man, I don't know where I saw it. I just saw it. It was on TV. Whatever, just what you used to play? Was it Sci Fi Channel? You used to play like uh, Bubblegum Crisis? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They that used was to play all that crazy. They, they had Gundam Double O there. That's the first oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the place that yeah. I saw Gundam Double O dubbed. Mm. Uh-huh. It was yeah. Sci Fi of all places, right? So, sci Fi used to be sweet back in the day. I have yeah, no idea. No, but, but, no, I mean, still it sweet. A, it was no, the first I'm time that I had saw. Wait, uh, Tenchi Muyo. That, mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It, remember too, Sci-Fi had all of the um, the anime movies, like the King of Fighters and the Street Fighter movies and stuff. Like all oh, of that was gosh. on Sci-Fi back in the day. Yep. But yeah, was like, a, oh, go yeah, ahead. No. Oh, sorry. There was a channel called. Uh, okay, for me it was Channel Sixty Nine. Uh, <laughs> <was>, Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was AZN Television, and like it like ran for a while, but like mm-hmm. they would show like. Like J-pop and K-pop right. music videos, they would show variety shows. That they would show dubs of anime. Like, did you have satellite? No, we had we had cable. Oh, okay. And it was on the B side, but like we, we would go to I would go to Channel sixty nine, and like they would. That's where I first watched uh, the Polter Yu uh, Yu show, the Poltergeist Report, mm-hmm. uh, in dub. And then they would also show like Descendants of Darkness, I think. Um and Pat Labor and my goodness those dubs. Uh, right. <laughs> that's what say, yeah. hey, that's what I was saying, man. About like how you know you went you was reading the newspaper. Oh, it's an audition for What's this uh, Goku anime. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like because uh, when we had a uh, Kyle Bear come on, like he told us when he auditioned for I believe it was the narrator part for Dragon Ball Z. He said he was just wearing some shorts and I believe a Hawaiian shirt and he just walked in there and got the part, Kyle. you know? Yep, that sounds like Kyle. <laughs> I wanted to uh, talk about your involvement with Demon Slayer, which is one of the, you know, hottest animes that is out right now. And even though you weren't up there that long as a character, the part that you were in, <laughs> like it was a it was a pivotal part in right. the show, which set up the uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie. Like how right. was it working in... Demon Slayer, just being a part of that thing. So I can't talk about Demon Slayer without talking about One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a reason, which is why... Um, so the reason why I have to talk about uh, Sweetie in One Punch Man is the fact that, like... Well, first of all, backstory. Um, when I, while I was back in NorCal, before I came back in 2017 uh, to, to L.A., I was reading One Punch Man, and, like, I loved the character of Sweetie Mm-hmm. Um and um and I was like man like I missed out on season one because like the auditions went out and like I was like a week late for asking hey could I read on this um they're like oh we already we just did it and mm-hmm. like no it's too late so I was like oh man so 
uh, I was looking through, you know, like looking past where they got to uh, in season one. I was like, man, if I can get any character, this is the character I want because he's so cool. Um, and then I got the audition for it as well as like uh, as for as well as Garo. And I think Garo, you know, went to Greg Chun uh, mm. and he's great as him. But like, yeah, those were the two characters that I was auditioned for. And I was like, man, I'm like, I want this character so bad. And I got him. And like, I freaked out when I got him. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in it. And I'm going to be the character I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and then I thought to myself, oh crap, I'm going to get my ass kicked. Right? <laughs> like in the show. I mean, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but that's mm -hmm. kind of the reason why Sweetie was in season two was to get his ass kicked. Um, and so, you know, like, you know, Demon Slayer's coming out, you know, like, and uh, my girlfriend's telling me about how hype, like, this anime is going to be because she'd been reading the manga. And like, oh, yeah. I, got, I got the auditions and I couldn't say anything, but like, I really wanted Gyu. And I was like, oh man, if there's only one character I want, it's Gyu. Didn't get Gyu, went to Johnny Bosch. Um, and then the, the Hashiro were coming out. And I was like, oh man, I want to play any of those guys. And uh, I got an email. You know, after sending off the Hashira, and I got an email, and you're like, it's the Demon Slayer in the in the in the header thing, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be Demon Slayer, and I click it, and they're like, congratulations, you've been cast as uh, as this minor demon, lower lower moon six, uh -huh. and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I find out later that uh, the reason why I got cast as uh, the lower moon. Uh, yep. Uh, Kamanui, which is uh -huh. his name, I guess. Um, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was a uh, It was a small yeah, part. I'm bitter. Let me have the salt. All right. Yeah. Kamanui. <laughs> Take all the salt you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, the reason why I was cast as that character was because I I got my ass kicked so well as Suidu. Right. Oh wow. wow. And there and so you know like Mami Okada, who's the who's the casting director. She was like, yeah, you know, we heard Suidu and just thought. You die really well, so <laughs> you have, a, like, you have a great hey, dying hey. voice. Yeah, just don't make it a, a Sean Bean kind of thing. You yeah, don't want like, to don't that get guy. typecast. Oh, you know what's yeah. funny is that <laughs> don't become I, don't become oh my Sean god, Bean of, uh, yeah, you know who, the, voice you know who we call you know who we call in our inner circles the Sean Bean of anime. By the way, who it's Xanthi Quinn. I don't know who that is. Yeah, who is that? Yeah, she's Sachi. In 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 sort of online, she uh she played uh the the main chick in Bloodlad. Um, oh, okay, I never seen dies in the Who dies mm. in the first episode? Uh, she was uh um uh she's Menma in Anohana. Okay, so she just dies a lot. Right. So the joke is that now. she's the Sean Bean of anime. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. That's my favorite episode of Demon Slayer. Oh, really? That that yeah. that one part? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That whole. When it's revealed, you know, Michael Jackson over here whooping everybody's uh, ass, bro. I'm like, oh. I'm like, bro, it, it, it was badass, man. It was no. super sick. Yeah. And me personally, I'm, I'm collecting it, Alan, and I'm at the end of it now. So it's a phenomenal read, phenomenal watch. Um, yeah. Okay. She, uh, she also, I'm sorry to cut you off. D. No, she, voiced, uh, uh, she voiced Killua's sister in uh, Hunter Hunter. Oh, Hunter Hunter. The one that, the one that makes the wishes. Yeah. Okay. But I'm mm -hmm. I'm gonna need oh, you to nice. stop interrupting cool. my boy tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, hey, that try thanks for putting some respect you, on it. I was just telling him, um, it's it's amazing to be a part of anything like that, man. And uh yeah. I know you you got the salt. Did any grains oh, of cool. salt cool. come out of the letter that you opened? It was just salt <laughs> and started. 
No, I was just like, you know what? How's that I got for a bag your JoJo of, reference, man? I got a bag of chips. I got a bag of chips, and that goes well oh, with salt. Wait, hey, we don't oh, we vinegar. don't talk about we don't talk about Death Note on this pod, sir. Ooh, <laughs> hey, hey, no bag hey, of chips. I'm glad you got the reference. Uh, that's coming. In. Hey, that's crab right there. I'm I'm just still looking her up, and I saw that she voiced uh, Haru and Persona Five as well. So yeah, yeah, that's that's huge. Um, yeah, my man finally on the Persona train. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on my second uh, playthrough. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Good. There's so many versions now. I got I got the original. I got the first like the 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 tin the steel book version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with Royal, and I was like, oh man. And then Strikers, and I'm like, oh come on. I yeah. know. And it's then there's also strikers. the dance. There's the dance spinoff. Yeah, there's a dance one too. Persona like, Five. Oh hey, but that's why it's so long. And be- pretty much one comes out per console. It almost feels like like. PlayStation 4 did get two, but like Persona 4 came out at the beginning of PlayStation 4. So we're talking yeah. about what, nine years ago, 10 years ago? Yeah. So they really, Persona really rides that title. Not as bad as GTA, because they've been riding GTA 4 for 15 years now, whatever it is. Yeah, because it came five, out 2013, yeah. I believe. It came out on the PS3, and it's still coming out on the PS5. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> hey, 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 when the PS6 comes out, it's going to be a, uh, a launch exclusive. Why? We'll see. Oh, God. Uh, the GTA 4 and 5 compilation. Yeah, no. Yeah, there you hey, go. And don't, and don't forget, uh, Resident Evil 4 will be right there with it. Uh, oh. You're probably right. Uh, well, well, that's that's a whole different podcast and, and conversation. <laughs> that's, um, what that's what you think. Yeah, 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 no, but like again, I uh, after Demon Slayer, I I noticed that I was getting my ass kicked in anime a lot, um, t- and then because after Demon Slayer was Great Pretender, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's just a lot of fun, you know, like uh, and and seriously, like, why is you know, you know, he comes out as like smooth criminal, freaking you know MJ, and then yeah, he does, yeah, and then he turns to a woman, and then I'm like, oh, who's this woman? And, and <laughs> like Chun's voice comes out of it, and I'm like, oh crap, I screwed up. Um, <laughs> and I was like, that's such a cheap, you know, that's such a low blow, but like, it's okay. I, I wish they like showed off what the character could at least do, right? Because you know, he's like the one that's under Rui, and yeah. like, I would have been interested as to like what he could, you know, do, but like. Who knows? I mean, technically speaking, it's just a minor character. So you could yeah, come, come back. You can come back. And three and whatever coming out. Yeah, I can come back. You could you could be oh no, that's right. They already dubbed um I was gonna say you could be Rengoku's brother, but yeah, they already dubbed yeah, that already. for the movie. Oh, it's Cedric, isn't it? That's yeah, Cedric. Yeah, Cedric, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. exactly. how, did, how did you feel about the Demon Slayer movie? Yo, you, that almost got me. It. That oh, all, it, yo, I was like. I was like the bro moments. I was like, oh god! Like oh, yeah. it was, no, it, it was a good it, movie. It got it us. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, as a as like it almost felt like five episodes of Demon Slayer back to back to back to back to yeah. back. Um, and that's good. Uh, it's a movie that I enjoyed watching in theaters for the you know for the sake and fact of the um that it was the first time I went back to theaters. Yeah, to watch anything here. Um, but. It's a movie that I feel like I can only watch once and I'd be okay with just watching once and being good with it. Um, well, Banks I got my don't do that around here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I went and saw My Hero Academia. Uh, 20 times. Heroes Rising. I wanted to go see it three times. And then once I got it on, <laughs> once I got it on DVD, I didn't see that movie over. I like heard he plays times. it on loop. 
Is that yeah. true? Stays on loop <laughs> and then I, 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 I listen to that song, uh, Mike Plus You. It's on my gym playlist. I listen to it in the car. It's a, it's a catchy song, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, Demon Slayer. Yeah, we know. Demon Slayer. Like, I'm one of those type of people where uh, when I go to the movies, um, I have to watch it subbed and dubbed because I want to hear both performances you know and i just want right. to you know show support for uh you know the property yeah 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 no absolutely um hey what you know whatever floats your boat man i mean mm-hmm. um Eat that yeah, boat no, I, yeah right. I, I like the movie i might we might i don't know my girlfriend and i might get it on dvd blu-ray um but like yeah no it was a good it was it was good Let's well just, it's also great to watch an anime movie that actually is canon versus yeah. just a movie yeah. to be a movie yeah, we're looking at you, really, Dragon really Ball nice Z. To have. Yeah. yeah. Tree that's of Might or whatever the heck you are. Well, the, and that's no shot at Dragon Ball Z. It's just that sometimes the DBZ movies are so all over the place with abilities and things that happen. It was just really nice to get a good story that's canon, that's bridging yeah. a gap between mm-hmm. things. Because Initial D did that as well. Their whole season three is a movie. Right, So it's right, just right. a movie. And I just but is it I canon? Like that. Yeah, it's canon. I'm saying it's canon. They're yeah, all okay. what they consider yeah, yeah. season three is a movie, and then they move okay. on to season four. And then they go four. to the fourth oh. se- Yeah, fourth Yeah, stage. and then they go on to yeah. season four. Well, nice. see, like, that's the thing with, because uh, me and D, we just finished watching the Ronin Warriors OVAs, and we had never seen them before. Dang. And all and of the all OVAs canon. are canon. They're, like, it right. all takes place, like, after the series. And, like, when I finally watched the final episode of uh, the Message OVA, I'm just like, why was it never continued? I mean, like, spoiler alert, like, this thing, this, this Dude, series came out. you don't out, need like, to shout out spoiler alert for a 1986 anime, bro. Hey, well, <laughs> hold on, Ron, Easy, hold on, Rondell. 19, 1989, 1990. Let's put some right. respect on Ronan Warriors. But, um, you know, it's one of those things, like, they got, they got new armor. <laughs> they got new armor. It's like, we see... Uh, uh, Yuli, he's a teenager now. And it's just like, why didn't they hey, continue? Let's save this? it for the review. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What are you well, doing, but on, going into that, I can't wait to watch Sailor Moon tomorrow, you know, because yeah. it's a continuation of Crystal. And it's yeah. like, mm. cool, I'm watching a movie that is part of a real storyline. And I'm not just watching it. And it's just a bunch of BS that happened just to happen. The mm-hmm. thing is, it's very strange that Dragon Ball Z didn't make that stuff any of it can. And it's just, Kind of I mean, weird, right? We don't we don't need Turles. I I mean, but I'm talking about the the big three as I call them, like uh, World's Strongest, uh, Tree of Might, and uh, the Garlic Junior. Well, that's Turles, bro. Oh, it was that. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah. But it was yeah, sweet. Yeah. That movie was sweet. It's one of the it's only times movie, the whole Earth Forces did something. Turles, bro. That was Come one on. of the movies I remember watching. But you need not the other with ones. The Funimation group, right? I watched. I watched that weird ass dub. Um, that that everyone refers to as like the, the big, big green, green. yeah, the big yes. green, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, the VHS people... tape contained that dub for some reason, and mm. I don't know why. And it weirded me out mm. as a kid. Well, I get it <laughs> because it I mean, if you're there for the laughs, you know, yeah. and just how they go about the dialogue and the naming of the characters, and what do they call Piccolo? Big green, big, big green. green. Okay, Jeez. yeah, that's and why it's called space the big pirates green and space everything pirates was a kamehameha. They call yeah. big green. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, moments is when I believe it was Tree of Might and Goku. He's laying down on the ground and he's just like, "I just want to say thank you to everybody." And then uh, Icarus, Icarus was the dragon, right? Mm-hmm. Gohan's yeah. dragon. 
And Icarus was just like, me too? And then Goku was just like, yes, even you, Dragon. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Icarus. Shout out to Icarus. Forgot about that guy. <laughs> it's hey, just, it's so hashtag justice for Icarus. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Icarus. But no, that big green blush. I wonder if it's, I can find one. It's, it's funny. Like, everybody that's listening and watching right now, if you've never seen it, Go on YouTube and type in the big. But I don't think up. anybody wants to be in something that's looked at as a joke, though. You know, well, I like, don't think. Well, yes. I don't think that they. No, yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know. Like, bro, Linda Young said that they saw an ad in the newspaper and just went on to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I know. Saying? But I'm saying I don't think anybody wants to. Um, like after the fact, it comes out, and now it's known. Like the room, the dude mm-hmm. who did the room. And it's yeah. like, dude, that dude's a joke. You know what I mean? Like, as a filmmaker, he's laughed at. So it's like, but I it's don't think good. that's what it's he all, envisioned. No, but it's, good it's not laughs, good. Though. No, We're it's not, not good laughs. Yes, it is. They laughed he's, him he's, out of the movie theater at he's, his but own he's premiere. In on, he's in on the joke. No, he's not in on the joke. He takes Come it on. serious, dude. <laughs> Banks trying to save this. Come yeah, on, I mean, he's bro. trying to save him. But I'm just saying I feel bad for those people is what I'm saying. No, I, I'm just... I mean, it's just one of those things, because uh, what was it? Uh, I think Dragon Ball Z Final Bout is another one where it's like the voice, the voiceovers. Uh, it's a Steve I Stone. I love Final yes. Bout. No, but those voiceovers that they say, like, I'm going to send you to heaven. Or it's oh, just. I've only played the Japanese import, so I don't know. No, I, I know. I'm talking about the dub. Like, yeah, some Steve of the dialogue is just wild. Like, if you thought that Big Green was funny, like the dub for Final Bout, um, it's, it's, it's even funnier. But um, but Alan, I wanted to go ahead and move it along to <laughs> you, you voicing Kohaku and Yashihime. Yeah. Now, Yashihime is one of those series where it's a continuation of Inuyasha, and we live in this day and age where we were just talking about like series being revived and being continued. Like, how was it, you know, voicing Kohaku on Yashihime? Were you a fan of the original Inuyasha as well? Yeah, uh, it was, well, okay, to answer the question, it was surreal. Um, Because when Inuyasha came out to the States, it was 2002. Yep. um, And I, um, this is how, this is like, I I just discovered like on a, you know, like on a whim late night um, that like anime was playing, you know, on Cartoon Network and, Mm -hmm. and like, and like the dead of night. Um, mm-hmm. So I used to trick my entire family to go to sleep early <laughs> under the guise of, hey, let's go to church early, mm-hmm. you know, get there early. So I would get all my I, I would get my 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 parents and my my siblings to go all to bed. And then at 11, I would sneak out <laughs> to watch Inuyasha, Cowboy Bebop, Yu Yu mm. Hakusho, yep. Outlaw Star, mm-hmm. uh, Gundam and mm-hmm. another Gundam. Hey, like, big O, don't I, forget about that Big O. Big O. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, no, eventually Big O. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, pilot Candidate. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Rain. Mm. Oh, God, that was... Uh, I, Witch Hunter uh, Robin. Oh, yeah, oh, no, that was that was 05. But, um, yeah, no, originally coming out was, was Inuyasha. And, like, I would watch that every weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came to the point, I, I forgot, I think it was the episode where Kiki was revived. I think that was the first episode I caught on to. I didn't catch it in the beginning. Uh, and I had no clue what was going on. What like, a wild, yeah, what a wild episode to come into, though, bro. Right? Right? <laughs> but, like, I was watching that, and I was like, gosh, this is so cool. And, like, yeah. I would 
Like, you know, like, cause you're a kid and you would like, mm-hmm. you, you, you would, and you only got to watch one episode a week. So uh-huh. that, that episode sticks with you and you have to like ruminate and you have to marinate in that until the next week, until you see what happens afterwards. Uh, mm-hmm. That would continue on until Kohaku would show up, um, you know, and like, I would latch onto the character of Kohaku because I age wise was the closest to Kohaku. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Songo was my favorite character. I think I had yeah. like. Yeah, I had a crush on Kagome and then Sango or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, Sango like, was the best girl. Yeah, I like Sango Song- was the best I love, girl. I love Sango. Absolutely. Um, and so Sango was my favorite character uh, in the original series. And so, like, as a kid, I would play pretend in my own mind of being Kohaku. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, kind of being pitted against her because of, you know, like, because he's, you know, how he is. Mm-hmm. And um, so, flash forward 18 years. <laughs> 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 Yashahime is coming out. The 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 sides for Hisui and Kohaku come out, and I and my my jaw just drops, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, and I'm just <laughs> thinking to myself, okay, who of my people watched Inuyasha like at the dead of night, like me, and knows this story super intimately? And I realized not a, not not a whole lot. They oh, like wow. anime, but they like they liked anime after the fact, like after you know a certain age. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I got this in the back because I know what he sounds like. I know how how they speak in the anime, and I'm super familiar with like the way that they pronounce certain words or certain mm-hmm. names, right? You know, because they 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 anglicized or they westernized it sort of, right? You yeah. know, Kilala and you know, um, yeah, just everything that you could think of. So I knew how they would speak in that, and uh, I took that, you know, I, I took advantage of that, and. Uh, I got callbacks for both, and then eventually I got Kohaku, and nice. I like I was like this is like but but from the very beginning I was like this is mine like I know this character inside and out, and it was trippy because the first uh, the first recording session that we went into, um, I asked, hey, so are you guys bringing the originals back? Because that right. was the big concern, right? The big concern right, yeah, was yeah. this yeah. was done. You know, ten years after the fact of of final act, and fi- yeah. eighteen years after the fact that Inuyasha was dubbed, yeah. are you going to bring everyone back? And they're like, "Yes, we have Richard, we have, you know, Kelly, mm-hmm. we got David back." And I'm like, "You got you got da- David K back from mm-hmm. from from the original, not even Michael Dangerfield, or I think that's his name, who mm-hmm. played Sashomaru in in final act." And I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, Akira Tozer. Um, so. That first episode was special to me. Actually, um, fun fact: I was supposed to be the scratch track, the the temporary track for young Kohaku. Oh wow! Because because I only auditioned for old Kohaku, right. older Kohaku, and they needed someone to sound like young Kohaku. Um, they're like, "Well, we're just gonna have you in for now, so that you know what, what's happening. We might get a replacement voice, uh, and then you'll play Kohaku from you know episode two on." Right. But I did it, and like I was. So I, I did it, and uh, they liked it. They liked it, so they kept it. Um, so anytime I watch that episode, actually, I put it on my Twitter thanks to my girlfriend. But um, this was—I think it was like one. It was the last episode that Kirby Morrow was a uh, you know was alive for. So to share a scene with the people I grew up watching, mm-hmm. chills, man. Like that's. I mean, that's so rare. That's so lucky. Yep. You know, like to, to, to watch something, be a fan of it, and then be a part of it with the same people. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know how many people get to do that, but like that was something I'll never forget. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an amazing feeling. To, like how you say, you know, growing up watching this show because Inuyasha, it's like I feel like after Dragon Ball Z, like that was like the next big thing on uh, on Cartoon Network, and it went on for so long. I remember. Uh, like how you were saying, at first, you only got one episode a week, but because the show was so popular, they started showing two episodes a week. And I loved I loved when they did that. But, you know, it's just amazing that you were able to be on this show and to voice somebody that played a major part. Uh, you know, we had uh, Morgan Berry up here and she voices uh, Maraha. And, mm-hmm. you know, like that was the th- same thing with her, where it's just like, you know, this is something that I grew up watching I was a fan of it. And now I'm going to be on a continuation of the show. And she's the child of Inuyasha and Kagome. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's so trippy. Yeah. So it's it's just awesome to, you know, do this stuff and to be on the show. And another thing, like I had told her, like, I, I enjoy the dub more than the sub. Now, and I did watch the sub uh, when it initially dropped because, I mean, like, who who didn't watch it? You know what I'm saying? It's the It's the sequel to Inuyasha. But I feel like it's a lot easier and just hearing all of those voices that I grew up with, you know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. like, like this is this is what I want to watch, you know? And, and nothing against the sub because I love watching both, but it's just something about the dub that just, it makes me feel like a teenager again. You right, know? right. Because if you watch it dubbed first, like it's your way of watching it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, how I, I think, oh yeah, go, go for it. No, that's, I was going to say, that's how I am. And then the new cast that, they brought on for you guys um they just embody what inuasha should sound like to Mm -hmm. me like Mm -hmm. morgan berry and the rest of the other girls that brought on like it's spot on inuasha voice acting in my opinion like it's what i grew up on it's Mm -hmm. perfect so yeah i can't i can't watch the sub because like that's how i envision inuasha Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and i'm i'm really hoping that this series goes on just as long as Inuyasha did. And, uh, you know, hopefully, Alan, they don't kill Kohaku. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Because uh, we know how that how that tends to happen in animes. But, you know, I could see this going on for a long time. I mean, it's just one of those things where I feel like this is one of the better uh, sequels to a lot of series that come out when it comes to just dialogue and music. Because it it literally feels like you're watching in you in you yasha part two that's what it feels like yeah like absolutely the, like the animation still feels like i'm still watching in you yasha it's just mm-hmm. new and like that's one of the things with dragon ball super and then dragon ball z because it's like when you watch dragon ball z you know it, it has that <laughs> 90s vibe to it whereas with dragon ball super it looks like it's uh, it looks like it's a it's a it's polished. It's too polished. Right. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. I mean yeah, Dragon exactly. Ball Super, I mean it's it's, Ex- it's except still, for that still, one episode. Well, Except DBZ, classic DBZ just has that kind of gritty, Grittiness. old school yeah, art style to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be overly clean, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, like it's Photoshopped yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, and like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT. Exactly. Like they, they you all, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they all have that gritty feel, whereas with yes. Super, it's just too polished, where it's like, and it's real shiny. But I was going to say, Goku's was, hair is super shiny for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, but what, but one thing that I will say is that, uh, you know, they did take it back when the Broly movie came out. And oh, it was absolutely. A mix, it yeah, was a yeah. mixture of both, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yet, 
Alan, I don't want to keep you any longer. Oh, no. And I do appreciate you. <laughs> I do appreciate you being up here with us. Um, one other question that I have for you is because, mm. you know, one thing I ask, you know, all of our guests that we have up here is, you know, who is the person behind the voice? Like, what are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not voice acting? <laughs> cooking. Uh, besides cooking, yeah, I do. I, I cook a mean steak. I cook. Ooh, cook, uh, Challenge uh, seven. How, do you, how do you like your steak? Yeah. Uh, mid-rare. Uh, mm. I, I, I either sous vide it um, or I'll reverse sear it. So okay. I'll start off in the oven and then, you know, finish right. off in the pan. I feel you. Hey, that's what she said. Yeah. Hey, Uh, (laughs) Hey, I'm glad somebody said it because we haven't said it this entire episode. My goodness. Everyone gets one. Um, That's right. (laughs) I I mean, it's weird because like I, again, my, the thing I do as a living is now tied directly into the thing I used, I I love and used Mm -hmm. to love, um, you know, um, interacting and which is watching anime and playing video games and, and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a delicate balance because I have to make sure that I'm not just in work mode all the time. Yeah. Otherwise it'll just become work to me. And I don't want that to happen. I want to love doing this. Um, But I do watch anime on occasion. Uh, I play, I mean, I play games. I play games with friends right now because COVID is a thing. And yeah, um, Yeah. uh, I play fighting games. I play street fighter. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm not great at it, but I play street fighter. All right. Uh, I play, I, I like to, uh, mod consoles actually. So, like, so I got like, I mean, soft modding them as well. Like, uh, like I got the NES and SNES classics and then I just, you know, I, I hooked them up. I I did the same thing. Yeah. 121 games now. So that's what what you had to do when that PlayStation came out. out. Oh man, it was garbage. Mm, they put the wrong ROMs on there and the yeah. wrong bit rate. They uh, put the wrong and they didn't give you a cable. Ain't yeah. got a damn cable. No. Yo, yeah. I got that thing for 20 bucks and I was like, it was still not worth it. But like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. we got them cheap it. too. Well, yeah, because yeah, what happened was I found a deal where I think at Target mm-hmm. they were selling them for like 40 something dollars, but Target they price match. So I believe Best Buy was selling them for like 20 something dollars and right. then Target. They had a coupon had a 10% on, off. Yeah, like 10% yeah. off. So it dropped it all the way down to like $17. So nice. can, you ima- uh, can you imagine people who actually went out of their way and spent $100 on this system? You know what I'm saying? And Just to be first, to be and last. And it was not worth it at all, man. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a terrible case of FOMO right there. Um, yes. uh, but um, yeah, no, I got I got the Sega Genesis. I actually never grew up with the Sega Genesis, so like wow. I'm 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 gonna load games into that and and start playing. That's a good uh, console. They had some pretty damn good games on. Yeah, Sega, yeah. Sega does with Nintendo. And, uh, yeah. That's right. They had Rocket Knight, mm-hmm. the guy who everybody forgot about. He's like <laughs> the Flying Sonic. Toe <laughs> no, Jam and yeah. Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Sonic Zone. Sonic the Hedgehog games, of course. Vector yeah. Man. Vector was uh goodness. was Zombies Ate the Neighbors? Was that only that Sega, was, that, or was that both? That was SNES as well. Yeah, that was only yes. Yeah. Yep. That was one that, of the better that game, games. On the damn, that game was Hey, fun. but most importantly, you got the Blood Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yes. F you, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, no, just, yeah, I might, I'm, I'm getting back into retro games and, uh, you know, nice. like, I might stream them. Who knows? We might see me stream someday. Um, someday. Retro games are so fun, man. And there's so yeah. many of them. Mm-hmm. Yo, I picked up a Wii U. 
um, with like a whole bunch of adapter cables so I can get those games onto the Wii U and I can, you know, have an HD out right. so I can yeah. uh, HDMI Same. out so that I could uh, maybe play those. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I But I have like a whole back catalog of like older games that I want to just go back to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I mean, those, that's, that's really my hobby right now. Like when I'm not working, which I'm usually always working, so... It's nice. So say, it's Sega and Chill. Sega and Chill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sega and Chill. I like that. <laughs> I like hey. that. I like that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that was my final question for you, Alan. Uh, Prav, D, do y'all have any questions? <laughs> I, hey, I'm going to let D take it away. Okay. All right. Alan, I'd like to ask people a couple closing questions. Um, first, was there anything you grew up with, horror movie related? I mean, it could be anything. Anything horror that scares movie. you watching. I don't want to just say horror movie because there's some stuff like Jurassic Park is on the fence. Some people yeah. get scared by it, but it's not na- It's not literally horror movie. Right. Yeah, it's a. It's, it's I mean, it's a, a monster movie. Yeah, it is a monster movie, and it is a thriller. It is. It gives a you thriller. Fright, but it's not something that'll haunt right. your. It'll. It won't haunt you like in your sleep. Except for that um, one where uh, remember was it the second one where the uh, Alan fell asleep and he could see no. the. Uh, that's third. Was that third? Oh, that was the third one. Oh, yeah, the rat was talking to him. Alan uh, wasn't in Lost World, was he? He was, he was in the last one. He was in the third yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, Alan wasn't in, uh, in Lost World. Yeah, because no, uh, he wasn't. Only Malcolm Witchman was in the second one with his gymnastics daughter. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Mm, that's uh, nice. Yeah, but anyway, Lost World yeah. sucked ass. <laughs> no, I thought, no, I thought yeah. Lost World was okay. No, when she did, hey, it's okay. When it's she okay. kicked the when she kicked the raptor in the face, I think I was I checked out right there. Yeah, I was like, oh, when the T when the T Rex was drinking you. out of the swimming pool, <laughs> and like I remember, I was I was just like, why didn't the T Rex? Because he saw the kid looking at him, and I'm just like, well, why didn't he just go eat the kid? <laughs> because then they wouldn't have a movie on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kid was the luckiest kid. Yo, oh. they needed to have that dinosaur in San Diego like 40 minutes earlier. And that yeah. needs to be about, you know, like it going to our shores. I don't know. Whatever. Lost World. It was good. It's just like, like it's weird. I, I actually do look upon that movie fondly because I never got to watch it in one full sitting. I only got to watch mm. bits and parts of it That's on TV or like in mm. passing. Um, so there are parts of it that stick out of my mind, especially that sequence where they, they're, they're taking care of the baby T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. that I I don't care how bad you think Lost World is. That sequence was amazing. Well, the, yeah, the right. opening scene was really good too. Mm-hmm. Oh, with it's the, just a gymnastics thing. And... All right, the rest. No, of the there's just up. some stupid plot points. Again, you don't oh, kick yeah. a rap. You don't kick a raptor in the face. Like, that's just not happening. Yeah. Realistically, that thing probably would have snatched you down. That'd have been it. Come on. Well, it's, it's just like uh, it's like remember on Chappelle's show. Where he had made the joke about, uh, you know, Home Alone, and he was just like, "Now everybody knows if it was two real robbers, they would be right, shot." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, true. No. But uh, Alan, did you yeah. have a horror movie? A yeah. horror movie that <laughs> that really um, stuck with you? I have a couple. Um, nice. I like. It. I have. So the first one when I watched as a kid that I remember scaring the crap out of me was uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It, it wasn't even a good movie. It was. It, but but as a little kid, seeing Jason chase mm-hmm. that final girl in 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 the barn, uh-huh. and yeah. like you know, like pillaging through like you know, like uh, uh, bales of hay and stuff like yeah. that, and uh, and like you know, the 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 machete or axe going through his through his yep. mask, and right. then yeah, yeah, you know, that entire thing scared the crap out of me. Uh, the other I one was uh, I still know what you did last summer. 
Nice. Mm. I love both of them. Yeah. yeah. Which was, it was okay. Looking back, it's okay. But that yeah. movie scared me from, from cover to cover. Like, yeah. I'm surprised Brandy survived. Yeah, I bet you did. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> no, I thought it was interesting the whole plot of that, like the guy calling, pretending to be the radio guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really, really creepy stuff. Spoilers, D. Spoilers. Bro. Come on. Z95.7. I listened to that station and mm. so like <laughs> super was like, creepy. Oh my god. Yeah, no, it was, it was like it was uh, creepy. yeah, I was pretending to be that guy the whole time. It's like yikes. You Yo, really wanted was, to get you. That's great. You Jack messed Black? Up. Mm-hmm. Young right. Jack Black. Yo, but the way that they got to him, like that was traumatic. You know, oh, like yeah. with the with the garden shears. Oh, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, that was a great pick. I love this final question. And uh, well, the the follow up to that is going to be: Do you have or did you have a favorite '80s or '90s movie? I do, I do. Um, so I mean, okay, so which one? Eight, but okay, I'll give both. '80s or '90s? Or you can give me both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll take. No, no, no. We'll take so, so '90s, I would say, like as as a personal favorite, and I watch mm-hmm. it, watch it every years, uh, watch it every year. Clueless. Is, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I watched that last, the first one? I watched it last night. Yeah. I, I watched Secret good. of the Ooze last night. That's funny. Secret a, of the Ooze. That one's favorite. okay. That mm-hmm. one's okay. That first the vanilla one, that first I saved one, the movie. Hey, when the Strutter came down, they started, <laughs> uh, they started roasting it. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yo, the, like, the oh, costume's man. looking weird and funky. Like, I thought it was interesting because you got to respect those guys because they said those costumes were hella heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. and it's like, yeah, and hella sweaty. Just watching it last night, it's like, those guys were actually doing like moves in those suits. Yeah, but they're oh, also yeah. gold Jesus. medal martial artists. But, I'm, but I'm, that's yeah. why you got to respect Ouchy. it because they said that was oh, yeah, over, those sure. things were like 160 pounds plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, of course. I mean, you don't get a gold like when the medal. guy. But yeah, but the guy wearing Raphael or the guy wearing Raphael. Which one? Suit, like um, when he goes up on the first movie. Well, uh, when he Josh, goes, Josh up, Pace. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Josh. I, Pace. I know. Put I know. Way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I like it, but it's like he when he gets frustrated, he goes up on the roof and he's doing all the kicks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. dude, he's still got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, like so. Yeah. No. I, the, I, I like the first. You know what? You know what ruins mm-hmm. it for me for the second one is is the fact that they don't because because parents complained they don't uh-huh. use their weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't use the weapons at all. Really? I'm yeah, not they, gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. As a kid, I didn't even realize it until it became a point of conversation when I got older. Yeah, when you're so, older. Yeah, that's when you notice it. Yeah. I think people bring it up, but I really don't think it's that big of a deal for a kid. Like, I don't as think a kid, you noticed. I noticed. Oh, okay, well. Oh, for as real? a kid, I know. Yeah, no, because I'd watch one and then I'd watch two. Yeah. The, the best thing was when was when Raphael brings out his size in the subway and starts whooping ass. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, like, actually goes at it and everyone has their fight sequence. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, that w- made me want to go into martial arts. And then I see two, and I'm like, it's fun. The costumes are a little yeah. off, but, like, but they're using salami to beat up the bad guys? I was about like, to say, yeah. you want to get the yo-yo and salami, though, and I love the yo-yo uh, and salami. Yo, I yeah. had an Omega, all right? I had an Omega mm-hmm. uh, fireball, okay? Right. I had I had those, but... That's but not as a Not as a weapon. Like, that's... Yeah, right. <laughs> But wasn't it because some kid had had hurt themselves uh, trying to recreate the scene that Michelangelo did with the nunchucks? Wasn't that the reason? Well, that why? That was every kid, though. I feel like. But yeah. is this is this before we had the "Don't try this at home" disclaimers everywhere? Uh, yes. Was this post that? I guess that movie's yes. This was before old. that. Yeah, parents thought well, yeah, that it was I mean, too it came violent. Out in 89, 88. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know so many kids who want to learn martial arts because of that movie and Power Rangers. Right. Yeah, for sure. Power, right? yeah. And I'm like, no, that Power Rangers movie don't try too. this at home. I mean, my goodness, the fact that it inspires you to try and pick up a new skill or do something yeah. else that's like completely foreign to you otherwise, that's a great thing, right? Like, so don't, I don't think, I don't agree with that. I, I think you shouldn't stifle it. Heck, get the, get the foam nunchucks, right? Like yep. get those. Don't yeah. get the ones uh, that'll like break your Well, that's spine. like saying don't ride your bike anymore because you fell off your bike. Well, that's right. just, well, it's the same thing with wrestling. Like, I mean, like that's why WWE had to put the don't try this at home because people were actually DDT and their little sister. And Somebody folded up a chair. And I DDT'd my cousin, so I mean. <laughs> And nobody's listening to that disclaimer, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what, kids, what kid sees disclaimer and goes, oh, I can't do it. Like, nobody. All I, you all I got to say, to close it out, love the answers, Alan. Mm-hmm. Thanks, you're off the hook for the that's, second one. Hey, this is the second time. That's, that's only movie. Hold that's, on, oh, that's only yeah, half whoa, whoa, Sorry. Sorry, oh, go. Uh, so I would say for 80s, Uh-oh. I, I want to say, so here's the thing. I usually say Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Because because of the the the, the feeling that it distills you with, like right. it instills this sense of freedom. But uh, recently, right. um, License to Drive might be one of those up there for me. Mm-hmm. Like it always rotates, but License to Drive with both the Corys, uh, and it's about mm-hmm. you know this kid who like who wants to get his license and get freedom and you know take the girl of his dreams out to a date. And he fails his exam. That's right. And so he takes out his he takes out his grandparents' car, uh, and it's a wild night. And it's it's fun. It it makes me think, man, I'm glad I have my license. And Absolutely. I remember that awkward, you know, that awkward transition in in high school, being like, oh, I, I can too. finally get, I can finally drive and have freedom. So mm-hmm. for that, I love that movie. Now D, now if he would have just stuck with uh, Ferris Bueller. Then I, you know, I would have been cool. off the hook, but I have cool. We're one on one. Okay, we're off the hook this time. Okay. Wait, right. what happened? Banks, Banks never even heard a light. First of all, Banks yeah. never even heard a license <laughs> to drive. Bro, well, that's what I was like, dude. I know who both. Hook. I know who both the Corys are, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know who. Yeah, but I've never. But I never got on the, the Corey train like well, uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. did. I just want to let Alan know real quick. Uh, it's a long-running uh, kind of joke we have here because Banks, he hasn't seen a lot of classic movies and things like that. Or, you know, typical, how would you say it, Trav? Iconic movies? Yeah, he ain't seen yeah, he any just, of the classics. Yeah, it's just, and it's just like, something I just, now. I, I ask I, our guest when we wrap up, you know, and then, then I ask him if he's ever seen that movie. And yeah, he says I no, just, and I tell uh, him to put it on the list like Steve Rogers. I just watched <laughs> The Warriors <laughs> last year. Look at that. Warriors. Last year. Come out. What was, what was some of the other? Oh, uh, yeah. The Lost Boys. I finally Lost just finally Boys. saw Lost like, Boys. Uh, You've never uh, seen Home Alone. Have you watched uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yes, I have seen that. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Who did you get? Okay, what yeah. was the movie? Oh, she said The Goonies. Our la- one of our last guests. Da- yeah, Daisy. Uh, the Goonies Zavara. are good. You said The Goonies. Yeah. The Goonies. I was like, yeah, you're off the hook here. Everybody, but, uh, but yeah, Alan, uh, thank you so much for joining us up here on mm-hmm. Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. It was a pleasure having you join us and just uh, getting to know you more, man. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. So, before we let you go, uh, let everybody in social media land know where they can find Alan Lee at. Yeah, uh, so on Twitter, it's uh, Alan Lee VO, A L A N L E E V O, um, and then on Instagram, it's uh, it's Alanator. I T S A L A N. Nice. T O R. I like it. 
uh, Alanator, A L A N A T O R, I guess. Yeah, but um, no, I'm I'm more active on Twitter. Uh, I need to get on 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 social media more because I'm terrible when it comes to promoting my own stuff. <laughs> um, but I like to keep to myself. That's why. I, right, I just, right. That's you know, cool. Stay off the grid. Stay yeah. up. That's how D is. Don't nobody look. The only people that know where D is is if he wants them to know. Yeah, yeah. true. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Government and, and all that, no. <laughs> and even I mean, like my tag, my former tag partner, like he don't, he he's not on social media at all. At all, he mm. don't want nobody to know where he uh, is. I remember I wish Banks I could made have him that a Facebook. It lasted like a week. It was for yeah. April Did you Fools. really? It oh, was for April Lord. Fools. I, and like yeah. and like and I was pretending to be. Every, him. Yeah, everybody thought that Griff was finally on social media, but no. Yeah, like, people were sending the messages. They was like, "There's, I've always been a fan of yours. Like, what took you so long?" And I was just like, Griff, Jesus. I can't keep on. I can't keep pretending. Yeah, see, yeah, Alan, that's the kind of monster laughing. that Banks yeah. is right here. But no, but Griff, <laughs> but no, Griff was Jeez. Griff was in on the joke though. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. for the longest time, like I, I used to keep telling him, like, hey, I'm gonna make you a Facebook. And he was just like, if you make me a Facebook, I'm gonna be really mad. And Griff, if I can compare Griff to anybody, he's grumpy. Uh, like Bakugo in a way, but but meaner. No. But meaner? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, Griff doesn't yell. And bro, yes, bro, did you D can tell you like he he was gonna mess D up? Oh, I, I called him Bane. You know, no, what? Remember, so, sounds like a good team, you know, tag team partner to have. All right, that's all I gotta say is that yeah. that's this guy's yeah. always smiling and that guy's always angry. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. Yeah, I know it is. Hey guys, I'm really happy that we were able to get Alan up here, man. Like I said. You know, when he responded in the DMs, and I got super excited because this is Itamame from The Great Pretender. Yeah, and to find out that he did voiceover work on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as well, man. Like, it was just awesome. He was a nice guy. I'm glad we mm-hmm. interviewed him. And uh, yeah, hope man. that everybody who listened to the episode enjoyed it. And make sure that you go follow him on his social media account so that way that you can keep up with everything that he's in and his future projects that he has coming out. Uh, D, that time, yeah, let everybody know where they can find you at. That's gonna be rebellious double underscore D23 Instagram.com. Trav, and you already know, since you're on the Instagram already, you can find me at ZK Audio. Head on over to the Twitter and you can find me at TRAVIOSZK. And of course, where are they gonna find the brand new number one hero at? You can find me your hero. Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can look me up on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you, everybody, again for listening to our brand new episode. Make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel where we have interviews and reviews. And that is at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Also, we have a Patreon, and if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks. Thank you to our patrons who donate to us because it does keep food on our tables for us. And uh, with that being said, thank you for just listening to this episode again. Like I always say, keep that pinky up, stay positive, and do something that is going to make you feel really good today. See you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace.